1: Hey everybody, Cass here. I want to take a second before we get into our interview with Claudia Elvidge to thank, once again, some of our Patreon supporters who have been with us for a really long time. We could not do this without you, and we really appreciate your support. Today we're thanking our monkey chum, M.A.M., our monkey bud, Victoria McCabe, and monkey mate, Angela Eldred. Now, without further ado... Let's hack the signal. <laughs> Greetings, Moon Basians, and welcome to Rogue Transmissions. So many awesome people have helped to bring Moonbase data out to you through our Patreon, and now we are hacking into the Consortium satellites to turn the tables and give them the floor. Tonight, we are dialing in the awesome Cloudy. Welcome for joining. Welcome for joining <laughs> us. It's a very good oh, start. I'm, I'm good today.
2: How are you? I'm doing good. I have a cat on my desk and she's being a little noisy, but hope that isn't a bother to anyone.
1: I think that will probably be, if anything, a feature for most people. Yes, If only
2: they could see her. You'll just have to imagine she's super cute. Yes, I have plenty of pictures to provide as backup, should anyone need. So tell us
1: a little bit about yourself. Um, I guess um, some people have gone into a little bit of what they got, kind of what got them into their creative outlet. I know you do the podcasting. I don't know if you do other stuff you want to talk about, but the floor
2: is yours. Yeah, um, my main work right now is The Beacon, which is a fiction podcast about college students with magic powers trying to fight a monster and deal with their own baggage and such. And uh, the main way I got into that is through like years of self-taught creative writing. And then it had been like only writing for me for a long time. But after college, when I was starting to work at a full-time job, I had a lot of free time since it wasn't a terribly demanding job. So I just started listening to a lot of podcasts to sort of fill up my brain space while I was at that job. So I just got exposed to like a bunch more independent stories and stories with more queer and diverse characters. So it was just this whole new realm opening up to me of like people who could make the stories that they wanted to make, make them the way they wanted to make it and then put them out themselves and Without it, you know, being a fan fiction, like there were people doing that with original ideas as well. So that was just what kind of shot me down the podcasting path.
1: One thing I like about The Beacon, now I have to say, I've only listened to season one so far. I'll I'll take a little break between seasons when I listen to shows so I can kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, come at it and be like, all right, now I'm coming in fresh. But uh, one thing I liked about it was talking about convention and like the characters don't act like they're they've never heard of superheroes before. Like they, you know, people are talking about this is what happens in the movies and stuff like that. I, I don't know if you have any thoughts about you know what it is to kind of play and go against convention and also what what tropes are just good.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, my whole basis for including a lot of those conversations was just like I was trying to figure out how real people would frame getting random magical powers. And I thought, you know, with all the boom of Marvel movies and DC movies lately, they would rely on a lot of superhero tropes as a way of framing it. That just seems like one of the most accessible mediums for them to understand it. And I think one of the tropes I pulled from movies most heavily um, is the whole... Reluctant hero thing because, mm. um, even though the main character, B, she feels like she has a lot of obligations to be out there to be doing something to help people. Um, most of the other characters, in their own way, they're kind of reluctant to get into the action, like they have their own reasons for, um, holding them back from being like as heroic or as magical as they could be. So I think that's a <laughs> good. Tr- <laughs> Yes, hello, Polly. (laughs) I think that's a good trope to have included in the conversation of why people are not being their best selves all the time. It's because they have their own reasons, they have their own fears, they have their own limitations that holds them back from being superheroes in either a literal or metaphorical sense. I like that we kind of get into that with the characters
1: on the beacon. I, I I have a thought in my head somewhere down the line. I want to do something similar. And, of course, I thought of this and then listened to your show and was like, man, maybe this is already doing it. But I think there's a <laughs> lot of space to exp- experiment and kind of look at different angles of, like, you know, what it would mean to get superpowers and then what, you know, what responsibilities do you have and, you know, that sort of thing. I, I don't think it's like, oh, one person's done it. Nobody can ever look at that again.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of space in audio fiction to play with the superhero trope especially because um even though there's been some like back and forth in the people who listen to the show about is it magic? Is it superheroes? Is it whatever? Not to spoil anything, but as the show goes on it becomes a little clearer that it is like magical. It's a little more supernatural source, so I think just having more like superheroes with your more like traditional scientific alien whatever backstory and then the whole cape and mask um personas i think there's a lot of space to play around with that type of thing
1: well thanks very much for for obviously for supporting us on patreon i know you (laughs) support a lot of other podcasts and things and and not just on patreon but like you know shouting people out on twitter that's kind of your like your, your medium at this point
2: yeah i have a bit of an alternate persona on the twitter of the we rate audio drama twitter which is just like where i get to make goofs that help support and you know just have fun with the medium that we work in because people like memes people like things they recognize and if these things can help people recognize audio fiction a little better then i think that's good for everyone
1: that's a cool way to look at it. Is there anything that makes you either join a patreon or or kind of like focus on a particular um podcast or or creative project? What makes you want to support things?
2: Sometimes it is, you know, as simple as wanting to see some of the bonus content um, from a particular show or product. like with the end of time and other bothers, the Alba Salix universe, they have, a lot of extra content that they put out. Like I looked at their whole feed the other day and I realized they have over 150 pieces of either early episode releases or behind the scenes look. And it's like a bunch of varied stuff that's either just funny or a good look at their creative process. So that can be a factor sometimes. Yeah, they have a huge amount of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, plus just being part of their community means you get a lot of um, input Input, yes. Input on the bonus content. (laughs) Thank you, Polly, for your input. (laughs) Yeah, she just jumped on top of my microphone box, so I'm going to grab her down from there.
1: (laughs) Go for it. Polly. This is the content you crave, people.
2: Okay, so input. We get a lot of input on, like, the Alba Salix end of times bonus content, like I've suggested... Goofs sometimes that ended up being actual scenes they played out. So it's like being involved in their creative process is a really fun, gratifying part of that. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you just want to support a show because you realize it's something you get a lot of enjoyment out of, and it's like technically a free product you're consuming from them. So even if it's for a long time period or like a short term period, you still want to be able to give them something as like, thanks for putting this out there.
1: I find most of the time when I support stuff, it's because I just want to support it. But there is the odd time when we were talking about that, just, you know, with uh, Alba Salix and I got into other Bothers and I was like, well, I need access to those end notes because I need to hear what they're talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> after a, sh- a session, like because it's <laughs> useful to me um, as a DM, like I want to hear well, what stuff did we plan and what didn't go the way we wanted to and stuff. So, yeah. All right, so your main project you talked about a little bit is The Beacon. Do you Mm -hmm. want to talk any more about that, what you've got kind of going forward with it?
2: Yeah, uh, just a little more about where I am with The Beacon. I'm in um, the midst of season two, um, just producing and putting out those episodes. And I have lots of ideas for future seasons. So um, those are in the process of being written and produced as well and then i have a whole bunch of other fiction podcast ideas obviously because Uh you know once the ideas start coming they don't stop coming and um i have one other show out currently that's moving at more like a relaxed pace forward um it's a slightly more experimental piece for me because i wanted to do something that was a little more um just one person narrative driven um just to help me focus on writing and um, a little more simplistic editing style. So um, there's another show out there by me called um, Soulborn City, which is like this secondary world magic college show that I've been working on too.
1: You know, I've heard of that one, and I don't think I knew it was you, and I also didn't know before a couple of days ago that We Rate Audio Drama was you, so like, <laughs> you're everywhere. You don't don't even know it. You're interacting with Cloudy. It's
2: great. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia is everywhere. Claudia is everything. Yes, it is all Claudia.
1: <laughs> so uh, if people want to find you, uh, now we've ex- explained that there's a lot of different venues through which they might already know you, but if, if somebody was trying to find The Beacon, if they're trying to find uh, you and your fun goofs on twitter how do people find you
2: uh well my main personal account on there where i also occasionally make goofs is at frogsov my beacon twitter is at the beacon pod and then i think soulborn city is just at soulborn city and then there's also the we Rate audio drama side account um which is we rate audra because i couldn't fit audio drama in the Twitter handle. So now I've also promised that if your name is Audra, we are under obligation to give you a free rating of your podcast.
1: <laughs> there, you've heard it here. If your name is Audra, <laughs> uh, you know, get your, uh, collect your free prize. Is there anything else you
2: want to throw in? Uh, any other final thoughts? Um, no, I, I think that's just about it. And that I'm here in the first place because I really love Moonbase theta out when i first heard it i consumed all of it in the span of about one morning and i've just been (laughs) super fan of the show ever since
1: well thank you and also please thank polly who apparently thinks she was our actual guest today was she not um i mean i guess you know she's she's part of the package (laughs) awesome thank you so much for coming on yeah and everybody listening out there stay tuned for more rogue transmissions Rogue Transmissions is hosted by Cass McPhee. Our guest today was Claudia Elvidge. Learn more about The Beacon at thebeaconpodcast.com. Our theme song is Gestar by the band Ramp. Learn more about them at ramp-music.net. Produced by Monkey Man Productions. Find out how to support us and learn about our other projects at monkeymanproductions.com. And as always, Keep watching the moon.
2: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
0: I'm Jonathan Pezza, the creator of the Curious Matter anthology. And I'm betting you've probably never heard anything like our show. Stop
2: shooting count. Out. This is the last
0: Make you count, Friday. We adapt stories from authors like Philip K. Dick, Andre Norton, and Robert Bloch into binaural audio movies that transport you to new worlds. <laughs> hey, get them out of
1: here! <laughs> That's it! You're banned for life!
0: Between Braxians and lasers! Seriously!
2: Told you downtown was a bad
0: idea. In our brand new season, we explore farther into the what-ifs. You think, in these instances, that somehow simply by believing things are different, they changed. Doubt. I don't follow. I doubt something and um they don't change per se. They cease ever have been. We delve deeper into the realms of horror and science fiction.
1: Nerves of steel, boys. James, sir. Please.
0: There is no need for this.
1: I do not believe that whatever that is can understand you. Robert, I know you
0: are in there somewhere. If you are, we are... Made through the barrier! It's... Me. It's dragging
1: him out. Beast. Damn! Beast! Just get to my knife! Ah. Ah. Well, that's new.
0: Available wherever you listen to podcasts, so sit back, grab your popcorn. And listen to the Curious Matter Anthology today.